Chapter Twenty Seven of As in a Mirror by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty Seven Citizen or Sojourner. Upon my word, said Corliss Elliot, I do not wonder that my sister was startled to the degree that she confesses when you appeared to her. I really do not think that I should have recognized you at the first moment had I not been prepared. Is it possible that you have not made any changes except in dress? And he looked critically at hair and mustache. It is simply clothes, said Stuart King. Isn't it humiliating? It is very interesting. You should have stayed and given our neighborhood another sensation. It is fairly boiling with excitement as it is. What with the recovered will and an entirely new heir, or rather heiress, and then your sudden and to them mysterious disappearance, I do not know on the whole that it could safely have borne any more. They were sitting together in Stuart King's room. Corliss, who had been at home for the Sabbath as usual, and had returned by a later train than usual, had not visited his room until night, and then had found Stuart King's card. His curiosity to see that gentleman was so great that it was with difficulty he had restrained himself the next day, until college duties were over, before rushing to return the call. He was cordial in the extreme, and heartily interested in the idea that had led Stuart King to sacrifice his position in the world to a summer and fall of country life and obscurity. I do not know that I understand social problems well enough to appreciate your work in that direction he said frankly, when Mr. King, with anxious care, tried to elaborate them for him. But I can see at a glance that the whole thing would be great fun, and I confess I do not see the harm in it that some people might. He had made a noticeable pause before concluding, and Stuart King studied his face for news. You think, then, that some people would disapprove? Is that the feeling in your neighborhood? not to any extent said corliss laughing susan appleby was the only really cross person i saw she considers herself cheated but she admits that you did it well the fact is she believes that the man who could cheat susan appleby right before her face and eyes as she expresses it is a genius my father too sees the jolly side of it he laughed over some of the advice he had given you and he says that you have the material in you for a first-class farmer. Stuart King tried to laugh with him, and to make his voice sound not too anxious, as he said, But your mother and sisters feel differently, perhaps? Well, said Corliss hesitatingly, my sister Hildreth, as perhaps you know, is a worshipper of truth. If she had lived in the old days, or in some heathen country, she would have had a carved image named Truth, and bowed down to it. I like it in her. I used to think her too particular. Perhaps she is in certain directions. But, on the whole, it is grand to have a character that one can trust, always and everywhere. Hildreth is oversensitive in some lines. She cannot help that. She is one, you see, who looks and thinks Truth, as well as speaks it. Mr. King felt that he need not question farther. 
hildreth had criticized him probably with severity and her brother had tried to take his side he must wait meantime he would cultivate the acquaintance of this young brother and win him and sometime perhaps well perhaps what the mail had been brought to his room since corliss had arrived and on the table before him lay a bulky letter from fletcher it undoubtedly contained foreign enclosures he pushed aside all merely personal matters and gave himself to the entertainment of corliss with such success that he presently felt he might safely say with the most winning of smiles and now that you understand me better than you did i wonder if i may renew the offer that i once almost offended you by making in that line or any other i should be glad to be called upon in other words i should like you if you are willing to look upon me as a friend it is true i am a few years older than you but by no means so many that i have forgotten my college experiences and the satisfaction that a frank friendship with a man older than myself would have been to me is it too early in our acquaintance to ask you to take me for a real friend i thank you ever so much said corliss heartily i do not feel that you are a new acquaintance at all i told hildreth that it scared me to think of the great stuart king and remember that i had actually given him directions about horses and cows and the like he stopped to laugh merrily over the memory and i said that i hoped our roads would never cross again because i shouldn't know what to say but you see i rushed away in search of you as soon as possible and i confess that i am not at all afraid of you i always liked john stuart even better than i thought it wise to show him the half merry and yet really earnest look on the handsome young face was pleasant to see poor little elfie he continued had a momentary return of her love of mystery and romance and announced that she thought it would be just delightful to meet you as stuart king the great writer i say mr king we owe you a debt of gratitude for your share in the rescue of that poor little girl that we can never repay hildreth admitted that you were very wise and very kind about that matter and my mother cannot be grateful enough this certainly was comforting mr king's heart warmed yet more toward hildreth elliot's brother he contrived before the interview closed to renew his offer of help approaching the subject from another side and he flattered himself with such adroitness that it would not sound like mere repetition corliss had arisen to go but he turned back with the bright look shining on his face that is very good of you i recognized it as truly good when you offered to help me before the only thing i was afraid of was that john stuart ought not to have so much money his frank laugh was very fascinating i am glad to be able to tell you that i have no need of help in that direction i was in a sea of trouble but there came an infinite helper to my aid and carried me through there was no mistaking his reverent tone stuart king waited respectfully for whatever more he might have to say in that line suddenly he changed his tone and spoke eagerly i do need help however in other directions it seems strange to be asking it of you at this time it was the last thought i had when i came 
but you have been so kind my sister hildreth told me that you were a christian man and i know by the energy with which you take hold of anything that is to be done what sort of a christian you must be i wonder if you would not be just the one to set me at work i have just started on that road mr king in fact my decision dates from the morning following my night of trouble i was driven into the fold one may say a vast amount of coaxing was done beforehand but i would pay no attention to it however i am inside at last now what i want is to get to work i am just alive from head to foot with undirected energy there is work enough needing to be done i can see that among the boys in college for instance and outside in the city plenty of it but i don't know how to set about any of it could you give me a hint sort of start me you know what is your line of christian work in your own city and what did you do in college did you have some system something that i can get hold of you wouldn't imagine it perhaps but i am a systematic sort of fellow i have definite hours for definite things and mental pigeonholes filled with them you understand poor stuart king yes he understood but he stood silent constrained embarrassed before the bright young face and earnest eyes looking up to him for guidance what was his line of christian work what indeed would anything astonish the people of his own city more than to see him in any sort of christian work how many times had he spoken to others upon this subject fletcher his friend and fellow church member and he had often criticized sermons together as they walked home from church but aside from that he could not recollect having held any religious conversation even with him the midweek prayer meeting of his church he had not been in the habit of attending it fell on a night when there was generally a literary lecture of importance in some other portion of the city and then too he had been abroad a great deal and had never fallen into the habit of a midweek prayer meeting nor indeed of any prayer meeting what had he done in college in the name of christian work nothing if he spoke plain truth such as he had declared to himself that he meant to speak in future he should have to use that word would it be well to make such a confession to this eager beginner looking to him for guidance he did not think all these thoughts in detail while corliss waited for his answer instead they flashed through his brain making a stinging path to his awakening conscience he was glad that corliss was on his feet and had but a moment before explained that he must meet a college engagement these are very important questions he said and he was afraid that his smile was a sickly one they cannot be answered hurriedly come and see me again and we will talk things over when will you come can you spare an evening for me soon corliss ran hurriedly over the week's program tuesday was a lecture evening and on wednesday he had promised to go with a friend to make a call at some distance how would thursday evening do thursday said corliss is our college prayer meeting evening i have only very recently begun to attend it but i thought i would not allow other engagements to interfere with it you think that that is the way to begin don't you because if one starts out with letting other matters push in 
there is always something to push undoubtedly said the supposed guide and he hoped that the blood which he felt flushing his face was unnoticeable then there were no other evenings that week on friday corliss went home again and he could not know how much stuart king envied him this privilege nor how devoutly he wished that he could be invited to hold their next conference at the elliot farm there was nothing for it but to wait until the following monday though he had wanted very much to say certain things to this young brother that he might possibly report to his sister left alone stuart king let the bulky letter wait while he gave himself up to some of the most serious as well as humiliating thinking that he had ever done in his life once more were his plans and yes his hopes shattered he had earnestly hoped to be helpful to this young man to win him from careless and probably dangerous ways to guide him into higher lines of thought and of study than his commonplace opportunities had as yet suggested to him in short to be such a friend to him that hildreth elliot might one day say possibly with the grateful tears making her beautiful eyes soft and bright i have to thank you for saving my brother to his highest self and now behold the boy was not only safe from the common and petty temptations that he had feared for him but was tremendously in earnest and needed leading in exactly the lines in which he was powerless to help the older man could feel the throb of energy and of settled purpose in the boy he could be sure that this was no common decision that had been reached he could foretell that corliss elliot's religion meant a force that would be known among his classmates and in his boarding-house and that would grow with his growth and develop as his mental powers strengthened he would in short become such a christian as hildreth elliot already was with christianity for an underlying test to which all acts however trivial must be brought could he wish him to be less than this no indeed he drew himself up proudly with the thought he respected and admired such characters but he had been content to admire them afar off and to feel rather than reason that such a condition was attainable only for the few now he discovered that if he would be the friend of hildreth elliot not only but even of the boy he must search after that condition he sat well into the night busy with the most serious problems that can concern the human mind after a time he was able to put hildreth elliot and then all human friendships or embarrassments aside and let conscience speak to his soul very solemn questions it asked him why should he a man who had had unusual opportunities for education and culture discover himself to be actually below a young fellow like corliss elliot when it came to matters of the most vital importance he might call it boyish enthusiasm and smile excusingly and give his mind to his studies he had been doing something of that kind heretofore he discovered but some new light had entered his soul and was compelling him for the time at least to be consistent with himself did he believe that this life at its longest was short as compared with that eternity 
only a faint conception of which even the cultured mind was able to grasp did he believe that one book claiming to be from god told us all that we actually know about that eternity putting aside for the moment the differing opinions of christendom did he believe in the general statements plainly made in that revelation unhesitatingly his mind answered yes to all these questions then came the searching one was his life arranged and managed in accordance with these beliefs much of his time since he grew to manhood had been spent abroad he might in a sense have been said to have lived there yet it had always interested him to note that an englishman or frenchman seemed to recognize him at once as an american and as a sojourner rather than a resident you are an american said rather than asked a man in london to whom he had been but a short time before introduced and then i suppose you are like all the rest of them planning to go home as soon as you can manage it he thought of this as he sat alone with his conscience did he impress any person with whom he came in contact as a citizen of another country planning to go home had he not rather lived always as though this inch of life were all that deeply interested him and religion but an incident somewhat trifling than otherwise along the way corliss it is true had appealed to him asked his help confident apparently that he would be able to give it but his clear-eyed sister had not been deceived and corliss would learn very soon that boy as he was and but just started on this road he was by reason perhaps of his lifelong environment already farther advanced than this traveller who professed to have begun the journey years before what was he going to do about it the boy had been drawn to him had enjoyed the evening and would come again he could win and influence him could gradually mould him by what pattern he chose should he try it his own aims had been high his life could in no ordinary sense of the word be called a failure most parents yes and most sisters of his acquaintance would feel honored by any notice from him bestowed upon their sons and brothers would the elliots sooner than turn into other channels the high aspirations that the boy now had he would hold aloof from him entirely was there no other alternative after a time as has been said he got beyond all these and let not alone his conscience but the voice of god speak to him it sent him to his knees on the next monday evening at the close of a talk with corliss about the home he had just left stuart king laid a cordial hand on the young fellow's shoulder and said my friend i have something to say to you i am not the one to advise you as to the most important part of your life if it were a question of greek or mathematics i think i might be of service but i am simply a babe in this matter of practical christianity i believe i have done even without creeping there was a sad smile on his face as he made this confession i don't mind telling you he added with grave dignity that i am ashamed of my life as a christian i mean to have a different record from this time forth but it is only right to tell you that 
much as i should like to help you in the line of which you spoke the other night i don't know how you will have to go to some one who has not wasted his opportunities the younger man wondering touched attracted powerfully by simple frankness and earnestness hesitated a moment then holding out his hand said eagerly suppose we start together then and find out what to do End of chapter 27